0: So Dead, a podcast where we like to have spooky good fun. I'm
1: Jen Carpenter. And I'm Danny Fairman. Happy True Crime Tuesday.
0: And happy Taco Tuesday, Deadheads. And more importantly, happy Halloween.
1: I'm so excited for Halloween. It's just a couple days away. I like the houses that give out shots to the adults, like little jello shots. They do that. Mm -hmm. Some of them I mean, my kids are older, so I haven't been trick-or-treating in years. And we trick-or-treat in the swanky neighborhoods. Nice.
0: (laughs) <laughs> nice. That's awesome. What is Cecilia being this year?
1: She is going to be Audrey from Um Descendants Three. Okay. She's the bad guy. Awesome. I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. Mm-hmm. Me I don't too. know if my She's kids too. are
0: dressing up. I would bet money that my 17 year old is not. Um, he's just not that guy. He did decorate his room though. He had me get him some decorations. Cute. Um, but my oldest really wants to pull off um, Steve from Stranger Things in his Scoops Ahoy (laughs) outfit. That's right. He
1: did say that. That's so funny. (laughs) Are you dressing up? up.
0: Um, You know, I'll probably put something together. We've got a tour on Halloween this year. I'm super excited. This is the first year that – it's Thursday, Mm -hmm. um, but this is the first year that, you know, Halloween has been close enough to the weekend that we can do a tour on Halloween. Um, And I'm encouraging the people to dress up, so I probably should as well.
1: Mm hmm I'm trying to think. Because you have that black dress. Yep. You could easily just throw a witch's hat on.
0: Yep. Last year, um, I was you had a handmaid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's too. so funny
1: too is because didn't the Kardashians have a handmade party and they had like a lot of flack for it? Oh, I don't know. hmm It was like a birthday party though. So it was like you're celebrating the suffrage of women and No. People do I'm I'm really big know. into like themed events. Me too. So Me too.
0: I think you're celebrating the show and so right. therefore celebrating what it stands for. I agree. My but husband was a
1: commander. I saw that. That was really good. I love <laughs> the picture you took. We'll have to put it on the website where you were like slicing his throat. Oh, that was not a posed picture. That was just an outtake. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's so funny. It was a good one though. Yeah. Dave and I don't really dress last time we dressed up was um we dressed up as our friends Ashley and Keith. I was Keith he's laughing right now. (laughs) He was Ashley and I was Keith.
0: That's hilarious. Uh It was really funny. We showed those pictures. I need to see that. They had a
1: Halloween party and we showed up as them. That's great.
0: That reminds me of this picture I saw online (laughs) where the whole office dressed as their boss. He was like yes. this guy with a beard, and he wore sweater vests, and so everybody oh had God. beards and
1: sweater vests. <laughs> I and dressed khakis. up as my boss one year. That's she had great. a very distinct look, so I dressed up as her, and everybody was like, "Stop it!" That's super funny. I'm, I don't think I'm dressing up this year. No, I'm witchy by nature. So, and you still got Cecilia, still little, so you guys yeah. will go trick or treating and stuff. We were
0: really yeah. excited. Last year was like our first year in our new house, mm-hmm. and. We finally lived in a neighborhood. Prior to, we were on a very busy road right. with no sidewalk. Um, so, Dex bought so much candy. Yeah, there's not as many <laughs> trick-or-treaters. We one trick or Like, trick-or-treater is... Fa- trick-or-treater? Trick-or-treating is falling by the wayside mm-hmm. real quick, and it makes me sad.
1: It is. And it's also because, one, people are fucking stupid, and they, like, taint <laughs> the candy. Yeah, that's messed And they up. cause suspicion for everybody. And, two people are loving like living in the country and stuff so those people either just do like trunk or treats or they go to the swanky neighborhoods like us. And there's super
0: you know different types of events that you can mm-hmm. do and stuff like that but it does yep. make me sad that you know, know. we literally got one trick or treater mm. um, and thinking back on it now Now that I know my neighbors a little bit, and I know that my boss lives directly across the street from me, Mm -hmm. I think it was his daughter because she's the only little girl like in our neighborhood. He wasn't at my boss at the time, Mm. Um, so yeah. But I think that was the one trick or treater that we got
1: last year was my boss's daughter. In the spirit of the season, we're going to tell you guys some ghost stories today. Yay!
0: Big mm-hmm. thanks to all of our
1: deadheads that submitted stories. You guys are the best. Um, so, my first story is from Deadhead Sierra Wilson Santos about the famously haunted Olivet College, which is about 30 miles southwest of Lansing. <gasps> <gasps> Are you just gonna do sound effects? Uh-huh. I just time? like I like the sound effects. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> they're so lame. Dave's even looking at me like you dummy.
0: You know what? He's we like, don't embarrass, <laughs> don't
1: embarrass
0: <laughs> me. Don't embarrass me on your podcast. Too late. Um, you know what? That <laughs> my favorite thing was when I was little, and we would do. Um, you know, we would always have trick or treating at our house. We lived in a neighborhood, and. My mom had one of those cassette tapes that just played the spooky noises. Yes, we had that oh, too. Uh, uh,
1: uh, and like the doors creaking. And- yes, we had that. We had this huge pine tree in the front yard and my dad would hide a speaker in there. Oh my gosh. And he, like a karaoke speaker and he would like talk through it. So when people would walk by, he'd be like, hey, <laughs> like, talk to. I can to- see your
0: dad doing that.
1: I can see him getting super yeah, into Halloween. To, oh yeah. He used to scare the shit out of people. That's so, amazing. I love that. <laughs> I'm kind of like him. It's weird. Anyway, so the ladies' dorm, well, it's not ladies' dorm any longer. She says, Dole Hall was eerily creepy." We were told. Okay, so these are in the words of Sierra. Yes. So You're just so everybody her knows. Story. Yeah. Okay. We were told while students there that. That hall had been built on top of a cemetery, and they ended up moving the cemetery down a hill to the right of the hall. Seems to be a bit of a common thing that we're hearing about. It is a very
0: common thing. And I have seen, so my son almost went to Olivet, Mm -hmm. um, so we did tours there and spent a lot of time there. And I've seen the cemetery, and it's really out of place. It's like right in between all these college buildings.
1: That's bizarre. So I believe it. Um, She says, we never took showers at night because we always felt like someone was watching us while we walked down the hallways from our dorm room to the community bathrooms. Or if we did shower at night, we would take someone with us because we were so scared. Yikes. That sounds like something I would do. I can't go to the basement by myself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Me neither, but I've got a gross basement.
1: I don't. That's even makes me lame. We had to
0: go down there. For your tornado? Yeah, we had a tornado come through um, (laughs) out near where I lived a few weeks back, and I had not been in that basement in a long time.
1: That's so funny. And I was like,
0: oh, my God, this is gross. (laughs) We have a Michigan basement. Um, It's not the dirt floor. We've got cement floors now. But, you know, our basement's 100 years old. Our house is 100 years old. It's scary. It's not a place you want to spend
1: any time. Michigan basements are not fun. Uh, um, she says, you could constantly hear furniture moving above you, but my roommates and I went upstairs to ask the people why they were always moving their furniture and it was an empty room above us. <gasps> that would be creepy. Yeah. Other friends who stayed on the second floor of Dole said that they would come back to pieces of their furniture moved or their posters removed from the walls. Weird. That's creepy too. Mm-hmm. The laundry room slash basement was so scary that we never did laundry down there. Fuck no, it's a basement. I
0: don't
1: blame you. you. She says you just could feel something was off, and like you say in the podcast, it could have been like the Making a Monster episode. Yeah. But my friends and I didn't care. LOL. We were terrified. The final straw of requesting to move out of the hall was when my closet door to my dorm room <laughs> would be opened every morning, even after I closed it. Shot listening for that little latch to make the sound the night before, no, Mm-mm. so then we moved to another hall, which was the only co-ed hall at the time. Shepherd, I was going to say Shepherd, I was not far off, right Shippard. Shepherd, yep, The rooms in this hall are set up as quads, mm-hmm. so two pairs that share a bathroom that connects to the rooms um one night, my roommate and I. Our quad mate and the quad directly across the hall, all had nightmares that we swear were actually real. That's Yikes. creepy. My roommate and I heard a tapping noise along the wall, connected to the door at night. Mm-mm. It would make it would wake us up, and of course, with us being in college and doing stupid things, we thought it was other people doing that too.
0: Right, for sure. But I
1: looked out, and no one was there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep, nope. I would think maybe an animal in the wall.
0: Yeah, which is scary also. Yeah. I, I would prefer a ghost. I think so
1: <laughs> um, I put my headphones on and was like, F it. Kind of like out of sight, out of mind thing. Right. Yeah, I would probably do that, too. Yeah,
0: and that's, I mean, you know, because we lived in the house that had so much paranormal activity. You get mm-hmm. to that point where it's either I've got to go or I've got to get used to it. And right. so, yeah, I kind of got mm-hmm. in that mindset where I just be like, oh, there we go again. Knock that shit off, Jimmy. Right. Jimmy. What well, was Bobby, Jimmy, actually. That's right. I goes. was going to
1: say, that wasn't the name. No. Um, she says, except my roommate didn't. She woke up screaming. Leave me alone. And the tapping sound was going again and again, and this time I cut on the lights to make sure she was okay. We ended up finding tacks from the corkboard hanging directly above her bed, pinned (gasps) into the headboard of her bed. What? That's weird. Yeah. So that was the tapping noise? Was the tacks going in? We brought a cross into our room after that. Yeah, I don't blame
0: you. Holy water sage that (laughs) shit. Right.
1: That same night, our quad mates heard shuffling of feet and said she felt someone watching her at the end of her bed. Uh -uh. (laughs) But she was too afraid to look. That's me. Yes. I remember going into her room and asking why she was sleeping with the covers over her head, and that's when she told me. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, yes. (laughs) That's exactly what I would do. The quad group across the hall... They were fellow softball players. We were all on the team. One of the group teammates had been awoken by their TV going on and off on its own. Ugh. Their mate then told us that she had one of those paralyzing dreams and was screaming for help. But oh no one, not even her roommate, could hear her.
0: Let me just real quick. Mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis is terrifying. Mm-hmm. It has happened to me twice. And it didn't happen in my haunted house. It's happened since we moved into the yeah. new house. Two times, and it is terrifying.
1: No, no. She also said that she saw the black mass over her bed. <laughs> yeah, we all slept with headphones on or something to distract us. There's even a night that the sorority house, Soronian, Soronian, I, I think, I don't know, um, had people over to share their haunted stories during their stay. The professors all have their own... After years of being there, yeah. poof, they tried to call in. They tried to call in an investigator um, while I was there, but it ended up getting canceled. Yikes! That's a good yeah, story. That's Sierra. a good story.
0: Thank you. Thanks
1: for sharing that one.
0: And when my Olivet son, College, yeah, when my son was contemplating going to Olivet, mm-hmm. I actually made up a tour route that would take us there, so I would have <laughs> so a you reason to visit him. <laughs> Yeah.
1: That's so funny. Because
0: it does have a reputation for being very haunted.
1: Yeah. And he's like, never mind, Yeah, Mom. he's like, fuck that. I'll go somewhere that's not haunted. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
0: um, so I've got a story also from Sierra. A different Sierra, though.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: this one is from Sierra Lowe about the Bailey House in Lowell, Michigan, a town about 50 miles northwest of Lansing. So we've not talked about the Bailey House before. Mm -mm. Um, Real quick, here's the legend as relayed by our friend John Robinson, who wrote the book Paranormal Michigan. Apparently, a woman murdered her entire family, then hung herself in the basement. Since the murders, which have not been substantiated, people claim to see the figure of a little girl standing in a window who would scream and then disappear. Oh, my God. Maybe if you ever
1: see that, call the cops. Um, If a little girl's screaming and then disappears, I'm running. <laughs> uh,
0: another story attached to the house is that three cheerleaders were kidnapped and locked in the basement where they starved to death. Oh. Local historians and the woman whose family has owned the property for over 100 years... Say that all of those stories are nonsense. Oh, no, they probably are. Um, but that didn't stop people from trespassing and vandal- vandalizing the house so often that the city eventually tore it down. <gasps> That's anyway, sad. Here's Sierra's story. Um, I have personally been to the Bailey House in Lowell several times. Experienced things even like the car not starting. Mm-hmm. Bell in the kitchen ringing. And we just talked about that, about Mm -hmm. paranormal energy zapping a car battery. Mm -hmm. Um, I even have pictures that are creepy somewhere that sounds like me. I know I've got it. (laughs) I don't know where it is, but I know I have it. Um, The one story that sticks in my mind is about our car going crazy. This was a newer, nice, kept-up-on car at the time. We parked on the side of the road in front of the house. We had a friend's husband with us who was paralyzed from the waist down he wanted to see the house in person so we brought him and he opted to wait in the car instead of us pushing him up there we went in walked around don't do that never asked some questions etc nothing was really happening no weird or off feelings just a run down empty house at night until it came time to leave we all piled back in the car and went to start it nothing No radio, no lights, just dead. This has never happened before. And it was before we knew this was a thing that happens there a lot. We had not left lights or radio on either. So one of us, so they didn't leave anything on that would cause the battery to die. Right. Um, So one of us decided to call a friend to come and tow us home. They were about half an hour away. Could you imagine being be at a haunted longest. house with your car dead, just stuck there? Yeah, that'd be the longest I mean, half that hour is ever. how many scary movies start. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. While we were waiting, of course, we kept trying to start it, opened the hood, wiggled battery wires, nothing was changing. We get back in and sit for a few minutes and decide to try it again. It didn't turn over, but lights came on the dash. The radio turned on full blast to some crazy station. Mm -mm. We had turned it down when we got close to the house. Of course they did, because when you're looking
1: for an address, you
0: have to turn the radio down
1: to find the house. Because doesn't that affect your ability to look? Yes,
0: of course. You have to turn the volume down to be able to see. That's so Um, funny. So I believe that 100%. So radio's on, full blast, but the car Mm -hmm. still won't start or turn over. Our friend arrives and gets us hooked up with tow, um, with just a tow rope. We get down the road to the corner. There's a business right around the corner on a different road than the Bailey house. We pulled into the parking lot and decided to try one more time since we were a half hour from home and didn't want to tow that far with just a tow strap. So basically the strap that you would use to like pull somebody's car out of a ditch, but you're not supposed to actually
1: tow a vehicle with it. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Um, You guys, the car started just fine. Of course it did. The radio was normal, and on the station we had left it on before exploring the house, all of the lights on the dash never came on, just the normal ones, so not like the warnings or anything like that. It was probably only a quarter mile away from the house when this happened. It still, to this day, is one of the creepiest unexplained things I've ever experienced, and I used to live in a graveyard.
1: What? Can we hear more about? She that? needs to tell us about living <laughs> right. in a graveyard.
0: Explain, please. Um, my Grams was a sexton and took care of the cemetery. My grandma used to take care of a cemetery. Was she a sexton too? I don't know. I think she was just the secretary, like in the office oh, okay. where you bought your shit. I remember okay. spending time in there with her. Huh. Um, nope.
1: I wouldn't have visited my grandma. And then she just says,
0: thanks for reading my long ass story, ladies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was no, a good thank one. Thank you for sending it.
0: That was a good one, Sierra. Yeah, that was
1: awesome. These are both good so far. Uh-huh. Let's see what else we got. So I have one more. This one's kind of long, but it's so good. Um, This next one's from Deadhead Maggie Vogel. Hi, Maggie. Okay, so here it goes. I grew up in Redford, and in high school, we were able to go to YMCA Storer Camp in Jackson for a week as camp counselors for fifth grade students. Fun. So side note, I'm just going to veer off real quick. The name Storer is in Dave's family. Okay. So I was asking him, I'm like, do you guys have a connection to this? Because that would be weird to find some like fucked up family history that connects you (laughs) to the YMCA. But we couldn't find anything.
0: Well, and because he's got family in Jackson, right?
1: Yeah, but that was just because his, it's just Not his from mom. from there, just yeah. moved there. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, anyway, so the first three times being a counselor, we stayed on the south side of the camp with individual cabins. The specific year was my fourth season when I was almost 17 and they switched it up on us where we stayed on the north side with four cabins that connect by a giant gathering room in the middle with a fireplace and couches. Okay. The first night I was laying on the lower level on the bunk bed doing some homework when one of the kids sits up and starts shaking. Without getting up, I ask, what's wrong? Her response is almost a whisper of... There's a boy outside the window. Mm -mm. With us being at a very large campground area, of course there will be children walking around. So I told her to go back to bed. Ten minutes later, the same child wakes up again pointing at the same window stating, He's cold. No. Yeah, but at that time you're not thinking it's... Yeah, I would be. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) When I go to get up, I see nothing out of any of the windows... The other cabin leader, who is 18, Amanda, then hears a girl over on her side of the room sit up, points and says, there's a boy outside the window. Amanda gets up and does not see anything either. When we ask the girls if they recognize the boy from their elementary school, they both say no. So we all go back to sleep without any thought. Because they're not thinking ghosts at this point. I am thinking ghosts. Maggie, I'm
0: thinking (laughs) ghosts.
1: Well, we know this is a ghost story. I'm thinking
0: turn the lights on. And run. Yeah. Well, no, because he's out there. He's out there. Turn the lights on,
1: push the bunk beds in front of the door, arm yourself with a tennis racket. Close the windows. Um, Second day, we are eating breakfast when another cabin leader from my high school comes walking to the table late. She's a little, little quiet, which is not normal for her. Think stereotypical cheerleader. (laughs) Somebody like me. Um, She slightly mentions that she got the creeps when she was alone this morning. Then when she got out of the connecting bathroom to the room, there was a boy sitting on one of the nightstands holding out her hairspray for her. No! Uh -uh. Who is this boy? Turning around to grab a sweater, she tells him he needs to leave. (laughs) To only turn around... And find there's no one there. Once again, we don't think anything of it as My. 10-year-old boys are running all around oh, us. Oh, so she thought it was a real boy. hmm I mean, he's handing her hairspray. Yeah. But are not all, like the boys are not allowed in the girl's cabin, though. Right. So fast forward. Not when forward. you're getting out of the shower. Yeah, no.
0: Mm. <laughs> like, creeper. I would have um, screamed. You little fucker. I would have taken that hairspray and like sprayed him in the face with it.
1: But he wasn't there. I know, but she would have known that when she tried to take the hairspray. True. Ugh. So fast forward to later that night when all the children are fast asleep. Once again, I'm staying up in bed doing homework when I hear wet footsteps coming from the connecting bathroom. I get up and check all the bunks to find everyone sleeping. So I lay back down. Five minutes go by, and I once again hear wet footsteps coming from the showers, which also wakes the other counselor, Amanda, and she gets up and checks the bunks to find everyone sleeping as well. The room becomes colder, and neither of us wants to check the three shower stalls. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. We've both <laughs> seen enough horror movies. <laughs> Smart thinking. game.
0: Now you're on to something. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Instead, we hang out on her bed together. There you go. Team up. Once again, a few minutes go by and we hear the wet footsteps. As if someone was splashing around in a puddle and walking around on a dry floor after. Hmm. I can totally hear it in Mm -hmm. my head. I finally get up to look and find nothing in the shower stalls or the bathrooms. The floors and shower stalls are all dry. This noise continues throughout the night, like on and off. Hmm. Nothing happens the third day. Okay. He's tired. He was spending yeah, right. a lot of it time in the shower. A lot of, well, and it takes a lot of energy. Right.
0: If you believe in that kind of thing, it takes a lot of energy for spirits to manifest and show themselves
1: to you. Interesting. Um, fourth day, while walking to the barn for horse riding lessons that morning, I meet up with a classmate that I don't talk to often. So we haven't told her about our late night noises and the little boy some have seen. She states that she decided to take a shower in the fourth connecting cabin that has been vacant all week without kids. When she went to go turn on the shower, a little boy peeked around the curtain. Uh uh-uh. She said she stepped back for a few seconds, then opened up the curtain to ask the boy who's the cabin leader, um, except no one was there. The only exit was the one she was standing by. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. The fourth day was the final night, so most of us cabin leaders decided to hang out in the middle room that conjoins all four cabins. Um, They were playing cards, talk about our fun week while the kids are sleeping. Around 10.30, we start to hear what sounds like the utility tub in the maintenance room filled with water. My friend and I get up and go to check it out. Yet when we go to open the door for the maintenance room, it's locked. Thinking that one of our girls snuck out of the room we knock and request, she unlocks it. The water stops, but no one unlocks the door. So we decided to sit back down with the group, thinking that it was probably the pipes making normal pipe noises or something, mm. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes go by, and the noise starts again. Except this time, it now sounds like the tub is overflowing. <sighs> And all six cabin leaders hear it now. Oh, my
0: God. That's the scariest thing is when multiple people experience it because then you can't just say, like, that was in my head. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you all hear it.
1: We all run to the room, um, still locked, and no one's answering us from inside. Mm. One of my friends goes to call the emergency building where there's a 24-7 maintenance and a nurse on staff. Except the phone won't dial out.
0: Oh my God, A fucking
1: course, right? (laughs) Right. So me being the bravish one, I love that she says bravish, I run a half mile. Okay, more like fast walk. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I love it. That's funny. Um, In the middle of the night, in the woods, to the staff building to get maintenance. When I return, the other cabin leaders are telling the guy that while I was gone, it sounded like there was splashing and the tub... Is for sure overflowing by now. Yeah, when the maintenance guy unlocks the door, the floor is dry, the tub is empty, completely dry, and no one is in there. Oh, my God. The maintenance guy thinks that we are pulling a prank, and he's the new guy. So he leaves and tells us to go to bed. <laughs> um, you yeah. damn teenagers. Right. Um, which we all go into our cabins. None of us want to talk about what we have definitely heard. Laying up in my bunk, I woke up to the sound of wet footsteps coming from the bathroom again for minutes it sounds like someone is pacing back and forth with their wet flip-flops mm. Ugh. then i hear those footsteps walk past my bed and go to the main door that leads outside no don't don't come walking by my bed Mm-mm. uh-uh the door never opens but i jump up to look out the window seeing nothing but not hearing anything the rest of the night interesting huh So now, day five. Everyone is packed to go home, and to be honest, the camp counselors in my cabin are all ready to leave this place. No shit. We're all sitting close by each other, eating breakfast, waiting for the bus to arrive. One of the now part owners comes to my table to wish us safe travels home. We know this guy well, so we finally ask him if he's heard anything about a boy wandering around at night. He gets up, and I follow him to the table where there's no kids and just a few of my high school friends. He begins to tell us the story. The camp area was originally owned and started up by husband and wife in the the early 1900s. The weekend before they started to accept kids to stay, their only child, a boy, who was 8 years old, went into the lake by himself. He apparently loved water and was one of the kids you couldn't get out of the bathtub before his fingers were pruned.
0: That was me when I was little.
1: <laughs> That's Cecilia, too. The young boy kept begging for his parents to take him to the lake, but they were too busy finishing up final things before the grand opening. He drowned that day in the lake oh, right behind the cabins I was staying. That was exactly my thought. That oh, somebody drowned? Yes, a little that a little boy must have drowned there. Right took a few days for authorities to find his body. Since then, there have been adults and children that have claimed to have seen a cold, wet, and pale boy walking around (gasps) trying to find his parents. Some have seen or heard him playing in the showers or with the faucets. Staff members of the camp have been calling him Stony Boy for years, as the lake he drowned in is called Stony Lake.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: She says, I've tried Googling this and have yet to find anything on it. So it might be a, have been a fake story the dude was just telling us <laughs> <laughs> or some legend, but I do know for damn sure there was something going on that week that was unexplained and probably paranormal. I'm sad I didn't get to see the ghost of Stony Boy like some did, but I for sure heard him walking and slashing around. Thanks for letting me share my story, stay spooky and magnificent. Oh, Aww. I love that. Thanks, Maggie. Maggie. That was that a was, really good one. That was a really good one. I also tried looking up this story and, and I could anything. not find anything. So that's
0: really interesting. I didn't read this one um, mm-hmm. before we did the episode, but so while you were telling it, my thought was, I bet you a little boy drowned there. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's, that's interesting sense, that that's what right? the story is. But we'll, we'll keep digging. We'll see what yeah. we can find. And yeah. if it's just a legend, we won't find anything. But right. if there's some truth to it, we should be able to find something. A little something. We're getting better at that. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's end this on a funny note okay. with a story from deadhead Tammy Austin. My grandma would always tell me stories about the pact she and her grandma made, so my great grandma, about communicating if there was life after death. When her grandma passed away, she would rock a rocking chair for my grandma. So my grandma and I made a similar pact. She said she would do something to communicate to me that there was life after death, but we never specified just exactly what that would be. All I asked was that she not do it when I was alone because I'm a big scaredy cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be one of my rules, too. Right.
0: My grandma passed away December 28, 1993. Mm-hmm. A few days later, my boyfriend, now my husband, and I were just hanging out in our room and talking, talking, Mm -hmm. rewind just a minute. It was around midnight and he had just gotten home from work and changed. He rolled his pants, not folded, but rolled and placed them at the end of the bed. Okay. So back to just hanging out,
1: quote unquote. (laughs) Tammy, you know who you're talking to.
0: (laughs) All of a sudden, the pants fell off the bed. It seemed kind of dramatic that they fell down in slow motion, uh, but it could happen, so I didn't think much of it, until all of a sudden the pants were pulled up off of the floor by an invisible hand and started shaking up and down. (laughs) They shook until all of the change fell out of the pockets. I swear, hand to God. That's incredible. While it was happening, I dove under my husband. Seriously, I was going to wear him like a bearskin rug. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And the whole time he's taunting whatever it is, saying, Is that all you got? I was yelling at him to stop egging it on. Our other roommates rushed into the room and the pants fell. I asked them if they rigged up some sort of elaborate pulley system, but they just looked at me like I was insane when I told them what happened. Anyway, after I calmed down, I realized that it was my kick-ass grandma who used to hang out with Al Capone, holding up her end of the pact. Again, another story ends with like this. Come on, Tammy. Tell us more. Your grandma used to hang out with Al
1: Capone? That's amazing. Send us those
0: stories, too. Send us more. I want to know,
1: was there any other stuff happening in that house? And I also want to know about... El Capone. El Capone. And her yes, grandma I- sounds real fucking cool. I so, know. I love it. I know. Um, Okay, so even though this was a different kind of episode, we're still going to do file dump. Yes, ma'am. We're going to tell you our favorite Halloween memories.
0: My favorite Halloween memory also involves Halloween costumes. Does it? I'm big into costumes. Okay. First of all, in case you could not tell, I love everything about Halloween. I always have, even as a kid. Mm -hmm. I love the climate I love the leaves changing I love the cinnamon scented candles and mm-hmm. the scary movies <laughs> I love the chocolate <laughs> I love everything right um but when I was little my grandma used to make my costumes and you know when mm. you're a kid you don't appreciate things as no. you do as an adult, but I look back at those pictures now, and my costumes were fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Because the year I was Rainbow Bright, I was not wearing a plastic mask and some little one piece thing. I was right. wearing Rainbow Bright's fucking twenty piece Her outfit real costume, right? Mm-hmm. I
1: know.
0: Um, and in kindergarten, she made me a Care Bear costume. Again, this wasn't like a little onesie with a plastic mask. I was a motherfucking Care Bear. I had the big stomach and then the head. My face stuck out of the Care Bear's mouth. I need to see this picture. (laughs) I'll have... Darla, when you listen. Nope, we need it before that. So I'll call Darla and ask her to find me a picture because I know she has a million. Yeah. So my face was the Care Bear's mouth. So this giant fucking Care Bear head, right? I was Sunshine Bear. Funshine? Funshine bear. Was it Funshine? It was Funshine. Okay. Um <laughs> I can see it, in my head. And it was amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, and then so kindergarten. So like my first year doing the parade, you know? Mm-hmm. Um My teacher, Mrs. Edlin, who I talked about on a recent episode when we talked about our favorite teachers, she was a scarecrow that year. Um, I think she was a scarecrow every year, to be honest, while I was in elementary school. But um, she just kept saying... Jennifer, a bear ate you. A bear ate Jennifer. Everyone, and I was very practical. Like even then, I would be like, mm-hmm. "No, it's just a costume, Mrs. Edlin." And she would just go, "Everyone, look at poor Jennifer." And it was a whole thing. Like all she day, she probably
1: loved that you were like
0: super, super mad, super uh-huh. mad. I was super mad, super mad. <laughs> I was That's super so funny. Mad. That, yeah, she was not understanding that I was really just wearing a bear costume and that I did not get eaten by a bear. That's
1: really funny. But yeah,
0: I want to say my costumes that my grandma made me, even though, um, you know, we did our favorite costume episode a few episodes back and I mm-hmm. named a different one. Um, That was because I wanted to save this. Like the fact that she made me just these amazing right. costumes Um, every That's year so cool. when I was a kid was
1: the best. I'll see if I can find the rainbow bright one too, because uh. that one was really the best. Yeah, I loved those characters. Yeah. That's so funny. My favorite is when we would carve pumpkins. Gross. Empty the guts, which Mm-mm. is so funny because I don't do that now. No. We get the things that you stab into the pumpkins, and I'm like, there you go. Yeah. That's all we got. We've
0: talked about this. Yeah, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we we don't do any of it now. My kids are way too old. You know, if they wanted to get cup pumpkins and carve them, I would mm-hmm. take them somewhere to get pumpkins. But, sure. Uh, yeah. They started leaving me hanging, you know, That's we'd take so we'd cut the top off to take the guts out. They'd be like, no, this is gross and boring and leave me to do the work. I don't want to carve a
1: goddamn right. pumpkin. That's so funny. So, yeah, yeah, we used the little Mr. Potato Head sticky things, too. I loved doing that. We would lay newspapers out and it became like this thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun to gross. see what we would come up with at the end.
0: Have you seen that video of that little boy that he's maybe two or three and his mom's trying to get him to carve a pumpkin? And anytime he even looks at the pumpkin guts, he goes, Oh, like it's completely (laughs) involuntary. Oh, I'll have to Google it. That's funny. I'll find it for you, but it's hilarious. Uh -uh, I have not.
1: Nope. Those are, (laughs) as a child, those were my favorite pumpkins. That Mm -hmm.
0: might be the one part I didn't love. I also hate pumpkin spice, guys. I'm sorry. Boo. I love apple cider. I love cider mills and cider donuts. And I love everything fall except for pumpkin spice. Okay. And pumpkin guts. Okay. Keep your pumpkins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: All right, well, thank you guys so much for making us a part of your day. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter,
1: and Patreon at SoDeadPodcast. You can also find us online at SoDeadPodcast.com and email us your feedback and story ideas to SoDeadPodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Now get out there and shine. You magnificent what the fucks. And have a happy Halloween, Halloween, everybody!